recording this. I'm going to wait for you to click on your things. Great. So for example, uh, some of you, you probably have read the message from, from Annika this morning in the group. And, and that's, I had scanned her and I thought, okay, let's, let's give her a chance. And just as the space was getting closer and more challenging with assignments and, and, and you guys sharing and giving feedback to each other, her child ego state that is really deeply enmeshed in her adult ego state as a survival strategy, totally freaked out. And we had this, this interaction where I try to still connect to her adult and, and that wasn't possible. And so I just had this call with her, which was, it was not a, you failed call. This is not what these calls are about. It's this space requires a certain level of adult adultness that right now your child is not allowing you to have. And I, I, I care for this space and I care for you. And I want, I want everybody to succeed and that for her to come in here would have not been the next step for her and it would have not served the space. And I, I say that because as you will go on your journey of holding space for Rage Club and other spaces, maybe after Rage Club, you'll start delivering fear clubs and, and maybe workshop, you know, either online or physically. I'm going to mute you, Anne Elizabeth. Um, you will, be, you will be faced like that with people in your circle who have the necessity and have the, the, the wish to come into your spaces and then, and then cannot actually hold it. And the, it's a fine line to decide, okay, are they freaking out because it's their box freaking out or their gremlin trying to destroy the possibility of a transformation? And that can be resolved with an emotional healing process or some distinction that you can give them as a space holder. For example, like it would probably be a call outside of the session. When it's a one-on-one, -on -one, there's an emotional charge or there's some reactivity, it, you would need to have an extra call and you as the space holder need to move first. They cannot move. They, they're, when they're freaking out, they cannot make the first step of saying, hey, I'm freaking out. So you, you and, it, and it really comes with experience of, okay, is their box is just freaking out. And if they do an emotional healing process, they can be in this space and hold this space and, to, and get something and do their next step in their evolutionary process. Or is the, the rage club space or, or the space that you're holding mm -hmm. will the leap is too big. It is sort of like jumping off a cliff and not being able to jump on the other, like to reach the other side. And so if they come in the space and you're holding a particular space with a certain purpose, a quality, a certain clarity that their, for example, child or gremlin cannot hold. And, and it has to do with the thing that we called matrix is that does, does everybody know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about matrix? Okay. Okay, great. So, so that the matrix is the thing on which our consciousness can, can grow onto. It's sort of a trellis. Like, so, and, and, and matrix grow at, at a certain speed and 
there's um it's sort of there's nothing you cannot go you cannot grow matrix faster than the speed of evolution faster than your own speed of evolution and and that is something that needs to be respected and there's no right speed there is no right speed it's not like the faster you grow matrix is is best it's everybody needs everybody is on their own journey and on their own path so the thing is if you let somebody in your space that does not have the matrix to to hold that quality of space one thing that can happen is that they will bolt their box from the inside so they will shut down their box and then there is no um, crack there is no way to access their being anymore so and I've I've I you know sadly I've had that experience and I think it's it's part of the journey as space holder that it will happen to you that you will push somebody too much and then they will they will bolt you know their box will just freak out for a while for a while and maybe they just need to go with another space holder um, and 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 whatever change their the form of their path so if it happens to you it's just take it as feedback just be like okay what did i miss what did i not notice where did i what in me did the pushing did i have expectation about how people should behave in my space did i have expectation on me as hey, I'm the space holder and people should change in my space. Or, uh, you know, that's something that we've discussed with Brianne and, and, and Sophia Magdalena, just because we've been hanging out uh, physically together, is that both of them somehow developed a pressure mechanism as a survival strategy. So the survival is like, it, it has a lot of voices and it's the... Um, their survival strategy then comes through their space holding. So I know both of them have been working hard on it. And it could be that some of you have like a similar survival strategy where if you're pressuring yourself, it will leak into your own space holding and come as pressure for your participants. And so I'm okay. This was one thing I wanted to say. So you might need to have this conversation and they're not, they're not easy conversation. And it's, it's just part of the job. So I, maybe I'm, I just wanna add that when, for example, you're holding a four week rage club, which is the, let's say the usual format, but people have been experimenting with a lot of other formats. So four weeks, it's almost a month, meeting once a week online, or you could also meet physically, you're not meeting only four times. You're holding space for an entire month of liquid state, your own and your participants. And so it is not, uh, I mean, I say this because I've had, and in, in, I think it came out of my own fear of having calls, uh, like one-on-one calls of saying, hey, what's going on? I had, quote unquote, like, I think I built in before an expectation of saying, hey, I'm holding space for two and a half hours. I may be holding space for Telegram group, but I'm not holding space for extra calls. Actually, you are. 
just consider that it's part of the package. That's what, so people are, are paying for that. And, and you will, anyway. Okay, something like that. So just about, about this space and, and about you guys and about what we're doing here is, this is Rage Club Spaceholder Training and Having been with each and every one of you, I know, I scan, I have a connection to the part of you that wants to hold a particular quality of space. Even if that quality and clarity and purpose of space totally freaks your box and your gremlin out. And they're saying, I can't be that direct. I can't confront people. I can't connect to people. I, I can't love that pe people that much. I can't, my boxing gremlin cannot. And actually, it's really your boxing gremlin. So, but that's the part I'm committing, you, I'm committing to. So not your boxing gremlin. This part of you that wants to hold a certain quality and clarity and extraordinariness and transformational space. And if you hear, there's some part of you that is attracted to the type of space that I hold. Otherwise you would be in another space. So I, I'm, I'm committing to that. And one of the way that I will commit to that and then is through experience. It's through, what I'm gonna say is through sensation. So for example, a lot of our practices in the next six weeks when we're in this team is, we're gonna be in, in breakout room, groups of three, one space holder, which is the person who practice, one client, one coach. That's gonna be the setup. Almost every, every time it's gonna be groups of three. I will jump in in the groups. And when I jump in, I'll be an, I'll be an extra coach. And the way I do this is, the way I coach you is that I will say, say this instead. And in a way it will be using my words. My purpose with that is that, that you get the sensation that occurs in the space when you use these words. Because it's not really quote unquote my words, it's my bright principle world, words and my archetypal lineage words that um, create a particular quality of space. So what I want you to get from this is to get the sensation over and over again until the sensation is almost in your cell and your body so that your own bright principle and archetypal lineage can speak matching that experience of the space. Does that, does that make any sense? Is there any question about this or? Okay, so, so about that, about, um, about question is, this is not a certification program. I will not give you a certificate at the end of the six weeks saying you can deliver Rage Club. You can deliver Rage Club when you can deliver Rage Club. And, and that is, it's really this, the, 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 the universe saying there's what you can do and what you cannot do. And it's not up for me to say, I will, I will, give distinction, I will make offers, I will paint the picture, but 
you can only do what you can do. So I, we're on this journey together and six weeks is just not enough to learn all the dimension of space holding. It's just not enough, but we're starting. This is, it's the starting point. And a lot of you have started already. My offer, and I hope that that will happen is that we start at a new level of, of empowering your own space holding, your own clarity, your own conscious gremlin being in the space, being able to deal with other people's conscious gremlin your own clarity of distinction, your, your sort of clarity, and, and, may, and, and really, uh, which I want to do today is to dive into what are the dimension of space holding that maybe you know about, maybe that you don't know about, maybe that you don't even know that you, did, you didn't know about. And, to, and that will, will start today, and then that will be the basis for the next six weeks it will be emphasized on uh, Rage Club context and Rage Club exercises, but everything that we learn here can be applied to any other space, any other space where you're holding space. So I have, I, have, I have more than six weeks to give you. I mean, I think we could do this for a year and still come up with, and really come up with dimensions that I didn't even know about uh, in, in space holding. And, that, and that's really one of my, my pleasure and excitement to be in this space is that somehow, and I, I think you've had that experience, in, 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 is that I have learned stuff about space holding that I forgot or that I didn't even know that I learned. And then when you ask me a question, I get to discover that also in myself. And I get to bring clarity to this team, but also to the whole game world of possibility management about what you know about how do you train space holders in all you know for all dimension also for possibilitators and and for possibility management trainers so i need you know your questions are needed in this space your question will direct what you you get out of this and and about that is that i will make this space as dense as the highest demand. So all of you have, you know, different matrix and different colors of matrix and different parts of your matrix that have grown and part of your matrix that haven't grown. Like some of you are parents and you have grown amazing matrix by being parents because being a parent is being a space holder. So some of you have been in long-term partnership or not and all of that builds a certain kind of matrix. Some of you are nomads. Okay, that builds a certain kind of matrix. Some of you are um, global citizen. You've traveled around the world. Okay, that builds a certain kind of matrix. Or, or you, and you come from different culture. That builds a certain kind of matrix. A lot of you speak more than two languages or like more than one languages. You speak two languages or more. Okay, that builds a certain kind of matrix. And so, but I will, I will make offers to the highest demand. And then, and then you get to, in a way, it's like you get to choose how much you're getting out of this space. You get to choose. And, and, and probably I'll come and kick your ass if you're, if you're, if you're with, like, like withdrawing or withholding or I'll come and you know, have, a, have a call with you and say, hey, what's going on? And I, I want that 
I want that you do that with each other. I want that we start now committing to, which is one of the dimension of space holding is to commit to somebody else's commitment more then they are committed to their own commitment. I just want to check something. Vanda, how are you doing with the English? Uh, now I everything understand. You so, do? Yes? Yes, I understand what uh, what are you spoken about this? This um, I understand this. Great. But uh, yes, and I'm afraid when I start uh, spoke, then I afraid some yeah so okay for me now it's okay so great we will yes. see what happens so thank you great i just want to say i can also support with translation if you need like from polish to english yeah thank you Beata. great <laughs> cool committing to other people's commitments and this is for me I, I could not hold space if I don't do that because you, you as the space holder, and I'll say that in different ways, but when you're holding space, inviting people, the people who are coming to you have less matrix and a smaller gremlin than you do. Otherwise they would not get fed in your space. So there's, and it's not an old dimension, but in regards, for example, to Rage Club space holder training, people who are coming to your space for Rage Club, you have more distinction, more matrix, and a bigger gremlin than them. Otherwise, they would not, they would eat the space. Otherwise, their gremlin already know that they would eat the space and they would not get anything out of it. So this is, it's, it's uh, done unconsciously. So, so it's almost automatic. I've, I've really rarely been in a space where uh, somebody had a bigger gremlin than me, except when, for example, in the beginning, I was co-holding space with Clinton and people would match his gremlin and my gremlin hadn't had chance to grow and to, and to hold space at his level. And, and, it, and it was scary. It was really terrifying. And, and I, 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 whatever, it gave me this vacuum to, to grow. So it could happen if you're in a, a co-holding space, if you're holding space with somebody else that if they, if your co-holders, like your co-space holder has a bigger gremlin than you, then you might find yourself with people who their gremlin kind of matches yours. Okay, great. You, this is, you get to be aware of that. You get to work with that. You get to not be hooked. Like Nada was sharing yesterday in the study group is, you know, it's like I'm not hooked. And then and then and then navigating that line of not getting hooked and seeing the hook and seeing uh, where the hook could land in you and 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 practicing this being present and connected. So just take it as a chance to as a as a practice chance. But okay, yeah. As when you say a bigger gremlin, do you mean that we have more awareness of the gremlin and smaller gremlin? What does it mean, a bigger gremlin and a smaller gremlin? Uh, I just lost it there. Yes, good question. So can you see the difference between 
this is a really bad example, but Trump's gremlin and your best friend's gremlin, a woman in Egypt. Okay, so they they're probably both unconscious, but somehow Trump is capable of running a renegade country. That's the size of his gremlin. So, and it's um, it's an energetic. You can scan. You can scan, and it's it's not. I haven't found really useful, like for example, to scan these twenty seven people on the screen and and say, okay, Naomi's gremlin is bigger than this person's gremlin, or it, it doesn't really help, but it helps in in regards to yours. It helps in regards to yours. Okay. So I have a proposal about this committing to other people's commitment and to start this practice. I have two proposals, actually. One proposal is that from this first assignment that I send out for this week, I've counted that there's been, 20, uh, there's been 19 flyers sent, so without counting from the one from Annika, out of uh, 27 participants. But we're missing about eight. And nine, nine video sent out of 27 participants, or 28 also with mine. So it's, for me, it's, this is where we are. As a team, this is where we are. And I, I, I don't want to leave anyone behind because creating a flyer, sending a flyer, making a video, all of that is expanding your boxes, all of it. And, and this is, as a practice, is if we don't do that step, we can't take the next one. So my proposal is that until everybody has their flyer and their text and their video, we're working on that as a team. And, and, and to first, we work on that as in our three cells. So that's one of the purpose of the free cell is that this week you would meet and you, would, and you would check in with people. So either they have nothing and you say, okay, what, you know, what is about that? Where, where are you stuck? What is the emotional healing process that you need? Or you, know, you have fear, okay, what are your fears? Okay, how can we use these fears to build the flyer and the text and the video? So some of it will require emotional healing process that either you can hold for them or if they have a team, they, they, but you make a deal with them. You hold this emotional healing process because I need you to have a flyer and I need you to have a text and a video by, the end, by next Tuesday. So will you do it? And until you have a yes and a, and a handshake, a, a deal, do not give up on it. That's what it means to commit to somebody else's commitment like more than they're committed to it because the, the, the commitment is in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. If you didn't have a strong enough commitment, you wouldn't be here. But when the stress level gets higher, the boxing gremlin freaks out and then it's your job as a colleague, as a colleague in a team to say, hey, I wanna to talk to that part. I wanna to talk to the part that registered to this, this space to then hold space for other people. Okay, so do I have a, do I have a yes? Any, any resistance or questions or? That's a yes, yes. Okay, 
Emma, was that a yes? Okay. Naomi, you got a yes, I didn't see. Great, and Chloe, great, okay. Okay, am I missing anybody? And Isabel, super, okay. I feel glad. Divyam <laughs> Shu. I have a question. <clears throat> yes. Because we haven't, we negotiated on, on my present state that I don't feel too healthy and I that's why I could have give a clear yes now. And I understand the idea, and I understand uh, that the whole group as a group moves together towards establishing the common grounds and also by this commitments. And yeah, I feel reluctant to say yes, I'll do it. So do you Making mean, the can text, I uh... making the Okay, can yeah. I ask you a question? So are you reluctant yeah. to, to make your own or to support your people in your free cell? No, supporting, I, I understand the point. I just um, am at that point that I don't really know how strong my, my, my energy is at present to do my own, Great. supporting others, oh. yeah. Okay, I mean, we, so just so you know, I've, I was having a private conversation with DVM Shu and I, and I, we've had this conversation privately, but I'm, I'm making it public that DVM Shu asked, negotiated with me that he would walk the assignments as it, at, at his own pace. And I said, yes, I think that that works great. So it's a yes, and you are, you get a different agreement is that whenever but so the negotiation i would make with you is whenever you need that support for example i think you said to me that you're you're not skills in graphism like graphic okay there's wonder of people that are really skilled in graphic that you then you ask for support when you need it okay yeah yes deal thank you cool thank you dvm shoe thank you for me i will say that um, I am at this moment in a transition. I want to make my flock uh, to a transition to the Rage Club space holder training. And I'm also writing an article and I'm doing already a lot of things that expanding my box. And I worked a lot on that. And I want to do it like in a, in a process with this transition that people know what I'm doing, but slowly because I'm afraid that I'm going with this video, boom, people are like, what? So. Uh, is it also okay if I, I get support with that process and that maybe my video, the end video, one and a half minute, which is like the most little thing for me actually to do, that that, that comes maybe a bit later? Yes, yes, that is fantastic. the yeah. the point The point is to is to make the is to get yourself in front of a camera and to speak and to be clear and be centered and practice being visible. So yes. Yeah. Great. Okay, thank you. Can I say something to Jennifer? Go ahead. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> I don't think part of the experiment is that you have to publish that video. You can wait with it and the flyer. You don't have to do the introduction to like this week. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit, that is my, always feels pressure. And uh, like, oh, I have to do it now, I have to be good. So I felt the pressure of, oh, I need this video, but I'm in this process. So I feel uh, a lot of release, like, ah, okay, I have time. I can do it in my own way. Like, so yeah, and, and Jennifer- I will publish it. Great, 
I mean, Jennifer, this, this uh, emotion of I'm, there's pressure, mm. is that, have you done any emotional healing process about that? Because we've talked about it in the, in the lab. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. I, I did it in the box, but I feel now again, uh, I feel stressed because I felt it's pressure. So there's right. still an emotion. Yeah. Can you hear me? Great. So yes. it's okay. So a lot, it happens sometimes that when there's core emotions like that is that there's layers of emotional healing process. One, two, three, maybe four and five layers of how you've built that in you in different moments of your life. And it built this whole construct that somehow you are under pressure when this whole, it, this being under pressure does not exist in reality. So you, you're the one who, who has built this construct when you feel somehow it's safe when you're under pressure, like your box feels safe, it's comfortable, it's familiar. And, and so, and mm. you can check out, okay, what, when were the moment, what were the decision that builds up this whole construct? So it might take, yeah, two or three or four emotional healing process. It's worth doing them, Jennifer. It's really, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Great. Thank okay. you. Kian. I, I have a question for that. Because you said before that there might be this, you, that I or another person might have this strategy of pressuring themselves. So that leaks out in their space holding. So other people feel pressured. And yeah, so there's mm. something that, that is not like I'm, because in my space holding, my experience is people often give me that feedback of they feel pressured or I, I feel under pressure or that's, yeah, something like that. And and I, I'm all, I always, I feel like I'm not pressuring anything. I'm not doing, like, I don't want you to expect you to do something else as you're doing. I, I, I open doors. I want to give you possibilities. And yeah, so there's some, like I have this anger because I do not see clearly where, how to work with that distinction of pressure. And if I'm creating pressure, like if that even, if that's possible, like I want clarity there. Could you give me clarity? Yeah, so the experiment, you. the experiment is to, ask for clearer feedback because it could be that the pressure for example comes from a rule that it has to be like that that you have this rule inside of you and when you speak that rules that rule comes out and people feel it they feel the rule or that uh that for example that was an example with sophia magdalena is that when she freaks out that she does not understand the person across she attacks them, she makes them wrong. That's a form of pressure. So what is, how do you, how do you create pressure? What is your strategy to create pressure? Could be in the tone of your voice. It could be because you, you, there is rules that you, you're projecting outside. It could be this, you're attacking so you don't have to face your own fear of not understanding. It could be, um, 
that you have inside of you. I mean, I've met so many people like that and I've had that is that the only way to change is through pressure. You know, the only way that you're going to get some, somebody to do something and that's the school thing. You know, you wait until the last moment to have huge fear and be like, I need to do this homework. I need to, you know, uh, study for this exam. Okay, I'm going to do it. And because how many people had that, like coming out of school, this? Okay, so and that stays, it stays in our cell. It's like it, it's an echo. And in a way, it's showing up in this group of, I don't know if you noticed, but there was about like, 10 messages that were sent at, you know, four o'clock in the morning for me, which was 12 German time, you know, I'm going to just do it like at the limit. And, and, then, and then waiting for that pressure to build as if um, thinking that that will create more creativity or more, okay, now I need, now, now I can do the assignment instead of being in a space of center grounding court, you know, centered and grounded and bubble and present and say, Hey, what do I want to create? What do I want to produce in, in the world? So my, my, just a second, Brian. So my hint for you, Kian, is, is to check inside of you and ask for clearer feedback. Say, when did you feel pressured? Was it when I said this or when I said this? Really to, to, to trust, like in a way, is to trust your team and, and then to do experiments about that. Thank you. Okay, Brian. I also want to add that creating the pressure is a way to avoid taking responsibility, is a, is a strategy to avoid being responsible for creating what you want. Because when, you're, when you have the pressure mechanism, it's, it's, you're reacting to the pressure. By creating the pressure, then you don't have to be awake and alive and present and choosing because then the pressure makes you choose. And, and there's also something else that the pressure might be hiding from you. So for example, that you are so used to your own pressure that it comes through your anger and you think, oh, I'm just angry, but it's actually your gremlin trying to pressure yourself. And so- Sophia, what you can, you can you give an example in I? Like, how did you notice that in yourself? Yeah, I, when I would attack people in the space, I thought the thing that I w was present with was that I'm angry. But I wasn't angry. I was pressured by my gremlin. And so I would start to attack because I was so under pressure. And so I thought I'm angry. I thought I'm using my anger, my fear to speak up, but it's not the case. So the whole pressure thing is... It's really like a puzzle piece in your box. And to find, the, to find the, the point where you push so it becomes visible. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Sophia Magdalena, can you repeat that sentence again? Because I just did this and then I, I, I'm like, yeah. and. Like the where the the grem the pressure and it's you think it's your anger but it's your gremlin. Can you say it again, please? Exactly how you did before. Yes. I thought I'd be angry. I'm being angry and I'm using my anger, but instead it was my gremlin pressuring myself. 
And so I pressured, I was under pressure, bringing this pressure out there while attacking. So the pressure from my gremlin came towards me and I directed it to the participant in attacking. Thank you. Great. So this is, we're starting to talk about um, different kind of space holding. And I, I want to do some practices, but I, I, I feel scared and sad and but glad that um, also that this first session needs a little bit of whatever talking of context setting and, and probably in the weeks coming afterwards, we'll just kind of jump into exercise and, 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 and practice from there. So that I want to sort of go back to the basic of space holding and what, what does it mean to hold space? Because it's such a word that is, it is outside of modern culture. If we, I did not grow up with the word space holding in my life. I did not grow up with that word. And now I could not live without it. That distinction is totally part of my life because, and just like you have, is that you have moved from being centered on a child level responsibility in your life to adult or higher level of responsibility. Space holding starts at adult. A child cannot hold space. Your child ego state cannot hold space consciously. So when we talk about when I when we talk about space holdings is to distinguish between that there's two types of spaces. There's a physical space, and you, you're in a physical space. It's it will be you know if, if you live in a if you were born and raised in a in an environment that was patriarchal, it will probably be square or rectangular because that's the masculine way of building physical space. And and if you are more like closer to a feminine space, it will be more round. Just, it's not always the case, but in any case. So there's a physical space that does not move. It's, it's pretty hard to, to move. And then inside of that physical space, there is an energetic space. And an energetic space has, it's on context, it's on purpose, it's on direction. I just want to say Monica is coming in. I'm going to let her in uh, as I did not make uh, an agreement about time. So it's perfect timing to do that while she's here. Hello, Monica. Wait, wait a second. Can you see me? No, not yet. Okay, wait. Now? Hello. Oh. Hello. You're 43 minutes late. Yes, I realize that right now when I see your message because I check already twice the time you gave it to us and... I don't know where, where I did a mistake, but I thought okay. it was like okay. 20, 30. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm, 
so I didn't make it. I did not make any agreement about time, but I will do it right now as you're coming in the okay. space. So mm -hmm. for the next five sessions, if you're not here by six oh oh, like on just mm. right on time, I will not let you in, even if you're one okay. minute late. So yes, I understand. It's not just for you, Monica. It's for the whole team. Just, no, no, just I, I understand, and I would. All, I agree to one hundred percent. It was just yeah. great. I, I yeah. Thank you. And just as uh, as I'm talking about the quality of the space and the clarity of this space is in this space, reason and excuses and justification have no power because you were late because that's what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Even if you were not aware that that's what you wanted. And, and this is really getting into what are we creating in our life is if you send out the video um, last minute is that you wanted to send out the video last minute or if you mm. did not send your flyer you did not want to send your flyer okay which part mm. of you wanted that or did not want that and it's worth mm. investigating what are the forces at work in yourself that are running your life Mm. because that will I mean it, it is already running your life but it will run your spaces mm. and if you if you let your gremlin run like open the door for a gremlin space the other gremlin will smell it jump right into it you will lose the space yes. into an ordinary uh, gremlin feeding frenzy uh you know complaining blaming uh, shaming, gossiping, uh, and and it will. It's hard. It's hard to take back yes. space from that. Yes, I'm hearing a noise from someone, like a shifting sound, and it's really distracting. I think it's yeah. from Monica. I I'm I'm going to mute you, Monica, for just a while. Okay, great. Thank you. There is you another know. person missing, which is Eva. Eva Daubert, indeed. Thank you. Hmm. Who, who, who's in the free cell with Eva? You just sent a message to the group. Okay. What was the message? I got the time wrong. Assuming we start at seven, I feel sad to have missed the first hour. Can be with you in five minutes. Great. We say yes. Please come in as there was no agreement for time before that. Thank you. Thank you, Emma. I was talking about the distinction between a physical space and an energetic space and having the experience and the sensation that there is always an energetic space, whether you're conscious of it or not. And you can, for example, you can notice... Welcome, Eva. I'm muting you. We're in the middle of it. So jump on the train and uh, we'll move into exercise in a, in a few moments. Great. There's always an energetic space. For example, if you walk into a cafe, you can see that there's a physical space where the whole cafe is. And then each couple or group or individual person have their own energetic space. Mm. Does that make any sense? that clear okay so it's happening those energetic space are happening they're happening all the time they're here but if you don't take responsibility for what is the context the purpose 
the quality, the density, the speed, the direction of an energetic space, then you're not a space holder. The, the offer here is why would you ever want to not be a space holder? Why would you ever leave holding space? <clears throat> and that would be the experiment for the coming week is to notice, and I, I'll give you uh, some tools to do that, is to declare, so to create and hold and navigate energetic space ongoingly, whether you're alone or in a group or in a bus or in a restaurant or at work, and to notice, okay, who is in my space and who is not in this energetic workspace, which is different from your bubble. Okay, your bubble is always only you, unless some, you've let somebody enmeshed your bubble, you've let somebody else's energy into your bubble, or you have echoes of people's energy in your bubble, your personal bubble of space is for you, only for you. The energetic space, like for example, I am holding a golden cube of energetic space that doesn't really have a shape because you guys are all over the world, but you are all in this energetic space right now. And there's a, there's a clear context and a clear purpose and direction and the, the speed is changing. And actually there is, I, there is a particular space with uh, some, some contact or purpose. And then I, I shift into another space and then into another space, into another space. So we probably travel in about 10 spaces since, since the last 50 minutes, since we've started. So that you can also start noticing when inside of our energetic workspace, when a space comes to an end and another one is open and you can feel, for example, so that there's a space with a purpose and it gets filled and it gets filled and it gets filled and it gets filled and then it's filled and nothing more can be added. And if anything tries to be added, it's often repetition. And you can notice that with people who try to, who who just repeat themselves, it's like, okay, the space is full, I got it. And it would be time to shift to the next space, but people have no tools and no clarity about, about holding and navigating space. So those would be the, I, and I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll send them by message in the group and I'll say them again, probably at the end. But for you for this week is to notice one, which energetic space are you working in? Are you alone? How big is it? Who's in that space? Do you want them to be in that space? What's the purpose of the space? What's the context of the space? Which means what level of responsibility is the space um, emerging out of? And also, when does the space get filled and you need to roll into the next space as the space holder? That's a big, that's a big chunk of, of experiment. When something that you might notice when you do that is that you get touched by people much more than when you're not holding space is that what happens in your working space, what people feel, what people say, how they are showing up or not showing up, the boundaries that they make or the lack of boundary that they make it, it becomes, you're becoming way more sensitive to what is going on in your energetic space when 
when you are a space holder for it. And that is totally required if you're gonna hold a rage club is that every move that people make, every message that they send, every question that they ask is a key for you to help them on their path of, of evolution and transformation. And that if you don't, if you're not holding space, you won't even see the key. And if you don't notice the key, if you don't grab the key, you're, you're missing out and they're missing out on, on valuable jewels for their own next transformational like, process or the, a distinction that they need. So try to also notice that how you get more touched and what are your own blocks to being touched and to being close and to loving people. If you're holding space and, you, and other people are in your space and you're working with them and you want them to be in your space, you, you already love them. But we have many blocks to loving people. And when I say loving people, this is not about giving, their, giving your center away or doing what they want, or I'm not talking about being adaptive. I'm talking about this extraordinary adult love of I'm committed to you. I'm committed to your commitment. I'm committed to your archetypal lineage. I'm committed to what you're here to create. How, what can I do for you? How can we collaborate? And sometimes this what can we do for you will be, will be a boundary or will be some clarity that their box will freak out about or will be um, uh, you, you know, renegotiating a deal renegotiating intimacy that will freak out your own box but but and but as a space holder you can let your box freak out because your purpose is different than your box's purpose your purpose is different from safety then your purpose become about i'm holding an energetic space i something is doing the work in there you, you, you're inviting your bright principle and archetypal lineage to do their work in that space where you get out of the way. So this is, this is, the, this is the sensations. This is what I'm talking about. This is the sensations of holding space where it's not about you and it's not about you being a doormat. And, and, and that line will be work for some of you. Sorry, can you repeat? It's not... I so didn't understand the last yeah. sentence. So it's not about you in terms of it's not the show. It's not about the show Beata or like any other show, like about safety or about being loved or appreciated or cared for or whatever. It's not about you. You know, it's about what can happen in that space. But it's also not about you being a doormat or being adaptive, um, being adaptive, like giving your center away or being like, Oh, I'm in service. You know, I'm, I'm offering myself. Okay, it's not about. We're not talking about that. That's that's the patriarchal view of, um, you know. Um, you know, I have to love others, and this is not what I'm talking about. Okay, just to be clear. And Chloe, um, Isabel, yes. Can, yes, can you say something more about holding space when I'm on on my own, when I'm alone? Yes. What's your question? Yes, what, um, what happens then? What, what's, what's, um, 
you talked about uh, uh, to hold space when other other people there in, and what what are the consequences when I'm holding space alone in, in when I'm alone? Okay, what what are you really asking? I don't think that's your real question. Yes. Yes. I I have the story that I can't hold space for myself. I don't know how to do this. And so Isabel, my 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 hint about my suspicion about that is then that's the thing about when there's other people in the space, then you can serve them. Then you can hold quote unquote hold space for them, but it's this it's this service where where are you in that it's sort of because if you can't if you're not clear about like when i'm holding space for myself i'm i'm still a source of creation and a source of production and a source of articles and distinction and uh spaces and clarity in in and but but it, it so it comes out for me as writing a lot or as uh I think when I'm, you know, when I'm alone, it comes a lot as writing, but that's, it's still, I'm holding space for something else than my box. And I don't, and I, I remember the time where I needed a vacuum before I needed a vacuum for that thing to come out of me, for my bright principles and my archetypal lineage to be called out. And I think maybe that's what happens a lot in the beginning, it needs to have this vacuum so other people in the space. But then there was a shift, I experienced a shift where it was just, it was pouring out of me, even when I was alone. And so that would be the practice for you, for example, this week of, hey, what is the context of my space when I'm alone? What is, what am I creating? What's the purpose here? What am I trying to, uh, produce it like create in the world source what am i sourcing and it doesn't mean that you have to do something but it's like what are you sourcing because that would be the experiment for you yes thank Great. you thank you ingrid you're muted i have a question about my own bubble of space and gremlin I noticed for myself that uh, um, I, for a long time, I really tried to get rid of my gremlin. And so that my gremlin is my team, on my team, and my partner is really new for me. And I noticed that I, he was starving and he needs much more attention uh, so that he can trust me to be on my team. And I have maybe a really stupid question. He, 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 I have him here usually, and since he, he trusts me more, he, he wants to come here more, more to, to have the same um, look yes. from the same, uh, same direction, the same angle. Yes. And f I have a difficulty to know about my own bubble in, in, in that. Is my gremlin completely out of my bubble or is he in there? No, outside. Out. Yes, outside. I felt it like that. Yes, because he tried to come in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I felt also that I need to, to, to get him out. Okay, well, so thank you for that clarity. Do it, would you do it right now? Yes. To change him, like, so he's kind of more like in front of you or something like that. N uh, yeah, he, and he wants to come here. Okay, yes. great. 
So you say hello. What's the name of your grandma? Just say hello. Kha. Okay. Hello, hello Kha. Kha. Yeah. And you just tell him to sit where you want him to sit. Yes. Yes. Kha, I want you on my so, team. So, and Ingrid, just, okay, it's fine to say I want you on my team. And then, then you just give him an order. It's not about wanting. And you just yes, okay. you say, sit here. And you tell him exactly where to sit. Yes. Okay. Kha, sit here. Same angle as I have on the thing outside of my bubble here. Did he move? Yes. Great. And he liked that. Great. Do you still have him on a chain? Yes. Strength that sometimes is a chain. Yes. Great. Thank you. Great. Happy new life with you and your gremlin. You will need him in the spaces. And it's way better that, just like you say, that he's looking in the same direction that you're looking because then he will spot the gremlin in, in the space that you're working in. Great. Yes. Ragi. Uh, yes, I'm getting lots of fear about uh, the word gremlin. And uh, I haven't done any work on my gremlin. And uh, from, from what... Like from what I'm sensing, it's a very important uh, part of the work to have done uh, to hold space. And yeah, I'm, I'm getting yeah, I'm getting lots of fear that uh, I'm, I don't have enough matrix. Right? Oh my God, this guys! I don't have enough. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting lots of. Uh, of, of too young for this. <laughs> Okay, so you have fear. Fear is mm -hmm. totally useful. You have fear because you're hearing the word gremlin and you, you have a sense that you might not have enough clarity about gremlin and that that's important for the Rage Cup Spaceholder training. That is an accurate fear, I would say. Okay, so you say fear. What, what, are you, what do you have for me? What, you know, what do I need to ask for? What do I need to do? That's what fear is for. What is your fear telling you? What do you... It's really... You need, you need to start working on your gremlin. Okay, do you know how you're gonna do that? Well, there, there was a group with Chloe and Emma and we wanted to start together, but we didn't. So maybe ask them if they want to do that or not. And okay, if not, that's, that's one possibility. That would be great possibility. Those women have clarity. Yeah, and uh, another one would be to ask in this group if someone else uh, is having the same fear or would be uh, interested in doing that. Uh, as a team or... Okay, that's a second possibility. The thing is, both of those possibility, you're waiting on other people to start to start the work. Yes. They work, but, but you, you still have a waiting. So how can you create possibility for yourself? Like what, it's like, there's a website to read called Your yeah. Gremlin. Yeah. And there's, for example, the diet. Have you done the 50 food for the diet? 
No. Okay, so that would definitely be your next, your next step to make a list of the 50 food of your gremlin and you'll start noticing where he's everywhere in your life, just like everybody else. Yeah. So that oh, actually, no, I did, I did do it, sorry, I, I did I, I did it a long time ago and put it on okay. the side. I okay. never went to, yeah. So forget it, you actually, it's not in you. Those 50 foods, then you need to have total clarity about them. So it's like, start over, do it again. And then you have, you have Chloe and Emma, and you can ask if you want, um, if uh, any other people would want to do this research with you in this team. Go ahead. Now? Yes. Would anyone be interested in doing the revenue research as a team? Part of this Rage Club spaceholder training. Hmm? Part of this Rage Club spaceholder training, like part of this training. As part of the Rage Club spaceholder training. So you have Julia. Yes. Hannah and Aurora and okay. Shalini. Was there anybody else? Great. That's okay. a great team. So I will start a yeah, Telegram group and uh, you guys can join. Yeah. Super. Thank you, Raggy. Thank you. Naomi. Wow, I'm impressed that you noticed that. I, I have fear and I have anger. Um, I'm filled with a sense of, of, of not wanting to be here. I have anger of not wanting to be here and I'm trying to sense if, I'm, if part of me is just wanting to withdraw or if I really don't want to be here. Um, on, on one hand, I, I, I have this memory of other moments earlier in my life recently that I want the distinction. And I remember that vividly enough. And I'm, I'm not genuinely right now like excited or receptive to it. I experience possibly, I have fear. I might have EHPs to do. I have fear about spaces feeling so mechanic and fear about, you know, the good girl giving our center thing away, um, giving my center away thing happening within possibility management and fear that most of you are also doing that. And I mean, this like that I don't trust it. And yeah, I was kind of considering to just leave and then contact you this week and Chloe and I, I'm not sure what I want to do and I want to say it apparently. Can I ask you a question right now? Yes. So I've, I've, heard, I, I've heard you having that fear on, on and off in a lot of possibility management spaces. And, uh, sorry? The, which fear have you heard me? About uh, that you giving your center away to possibility management and maybe other people are giving their center away and it's, uh, it's not a, uh, it would be a mechanical space, which I'm here is like not so much of a human space. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, like not the fear? Yeah, like trying too hard and formatting and. Yeah. Mm, I, so I hear that fear and I think it's a, it's a useful fear to carry around in any space. 
it's a really useful fear. And I'm, I have this question about how much of it is, you know, a feeling and useful for you that you keep, you know, you keep this awareness about, Hey, what am I doing with my center? Uh, and, 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 also what are other people doing with their center and what is the space holder doing about that you know to have these questions and how much of what part of it is uh taking you away from what you want to do something like that that would be my question i feel touched by that distinction thank you i think the fear of seeing it is useful even though there's there is there's a part that is sadness of having seen this in other spaces and it degrading spaces completely. And so the fear, I guess, is useful, but I need to do an HP about those memories and the, the hate and resentment that it creates in me is not so useful. Okay. I, I, when I'm scanning you, I have a sense that that some of those moments might have happened in this life. And I have a sense that the, the source of it is from another life where, where you gave your center away or other people gave their center away and then something bad happened. And, 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 and that has been like marked in you. Okay. What, what do you what do you need i would i would want you to stay in the space i think you're going to do great in this space and to bring these consideration and also the way you give feedback and coaching and your quality of presence i would want you in this space what what do you what do you need is there anything that you need to be here in addition to emotional healing processes. To say that I've... Yeah, I, I'm sad because mm -hmm. I'm right now I'm really not here for any part in myself I I don't manage committing to my own commitment so I'm like it's actually more helpful for me to hear that you want me to be here than like that's stronger for me than any self and yeah no, no, I don't I think I need Okay, I want to make I don't know, I'm just it's a really uncomfortable space to, to be in that I, I I kind of start hating myself that I don't know what I need or want and I'm I'm angry that it's and it's a, like it's all these mirrors that deform everything and yeah it's like I I'm always a, I'm afraid of fakeness and that I'm just you know wanting to be here for the wrong reasons and it all doesn't make sense and that kind of space. Thank you. I think other people resonate with what you're talking about. Thank you for bringing yourself in. I want to say my fear and my fear is that I was in the non-violent communication world and they all thought that they were gonna like fucking 
make the world change and they knew everything and they were so non-violent and it turned into the most fucking violent thing ever and it, nobody was uncountable and it was really so fucked up horrible like uh, and and I and I did so much work to unlearn all of that and like move away and then I found possibility management and I'm so fucking afraid that this is happening right now mm. we're all like like this legend thing I just wanted I couldn't do it I just wanted to puke and everybody with their legendary whoa stories and like when does this thing of like wanting to contribute something to the world just become like <laughs> like that something infiltrates it and are we going to be aware of that like because we all want to make such a difference and we all want to be doing a great thing and then it just becomes like what's the word like uh fanatic and i'm i'm really afraid of that thank you thank you naomi i have two things is that at any time I would like to negotiate with you is like at any time when you have a doubt about being here and you would want like to somebody say, Hey, why should I be here? Or why, what am I, then you can, you can ask. And I would answer. And I think other people would, would also answer. You can ask well, anytime. I'd love, I'd love to hear one or two things. Now. Great. Go ahead, Dor. Yeah, there's something about the, the vulnerability and in saying what you just said in the space that is almost like the cure to what you're saying. If people like you would say, I don't want this to turn into this fanatic space where everyone are just good boy, nice girl boxes that are pleasing. <laughs> and trying to get somewhere. And when you're saying that, it lands in the space and that's what we need in the space. We need people like you to take a stand for that. And that's what I want you in the space. And many times when you say those things, they're outside my metrics and I, I only learned them a week or two later. And yeah, thank you for that. Naomi, I want you in the space for the same reason. I, I, I see, I experience your clarity so precisely and it's very valuable for me. And yeah, you see things that I think I see, but I don't see, like I don't have enough matrix to fully say them. And it's very valuable for me to, to hear you. Naomi, I need you in the space. And I love that you are in the space because you look with your energetic eyes and you look deeper and you don't be blinded by the mental body with all the, with, with all the words because you see the energetic behind. This is important for holding spaces. 
thank you for speaking, all of you. And my next fear, I feel some shame of being like the child that gets praise. And um, my next fear is also like, I don't know, being manipulated or manipulating each other, but I'll just stay with it for now. Great. To do that, Numi, it's really, it's this, this red cloth. The same when you're quote-unquote getting some criticism is that when you're getting some positive feedback, do you just hold the cloth on the side? You can hear them and be connected with them and, and you get to choose what you do with that. You get to choose. So you're not a victim of what, what may, the purpose may be. So that would be, and then you stay connected and, and, you, and you say, and thank you for the feedback or thank you for answering my question, just like you said. That was great. Thank you. Thank you all for holding space for this moment. Anybody <clears throat> need anything, needs to say anything, has a question? Okay then, I would ask you to put down pen and paper and to sit on your chair or wherever you're sitting and if possible with feet on the floor, if you can feet on the floor. And probably most of you have done that before but I, I just wanna check that um, and to keep checking actually using part of your attention and anger to put your attention on where your center is. And just like Naomi said, just check, you know, are you giving your center away to the distinction or possibility management or me or other people in the space? And you just grab wherever that center is without judgment. This is not a beating yourself up exercise. Grab the center with your intention and then move it onto your own center and having this sensation of being centered where you have your own power and voice and feelings entering the present right and from there to declare your grounding cord with a click and at the count of three please tell me the color of your grounding cord one two three Silver, Red. white orange Thank you. And click your clicker one more time and declare your personal bubble of space where your gremlin is outside of that space. Just to make sure your gremlin's outside of your personal bubble of space. Okay. Now we're going to move into declaring your energetic space. And the way to do this is that you're going to use your clicker and declare eight points inside of your physical space. It's, try to make it look like a rectangular or a square, even if your space is not quite that shape, make the point so that that space is rectangular or square. So you're gonna click your clicker, just don't do it right now, I'll, I'll demonstrate, is you click your clicker, uh, one on the top left corner, one time on the bottom left corner, uh, left, corner over there, left corner over there, right corner over here, right corner down, right corner up and right corner down. You declare eight points and then automatically 
you'll have a line that links those points, all those points. And then you'll have this golden work cube of space. It's just a declaration. This is, this is the space. This is the energetic space. So go ahead, declare all eight points at the corner of your room. Why is it golden? Mm, it seems like that. But if you declare it and it's another color, then it could be another color. It has to do with the golden is often this color of the of the sensation of love or archetypal love and when you declare conscious space that's what gets materialized so but if if it's another color it's another color it doesn't really matter okay you've got your eight points and your working space and we're going to work on shrinking and making bigger this space you don't have to declare each point each eight points every time, then when you have this space, the, when you declare it the first time, then you can use one clicker, one click, and shrink it down to where your attention is, where you want it to be shrinked down. So now click your clicker and shrink it down to just around your personal bubble of space. Just around your personal bubble of space. And start to notice what are the what sensation, what is the sensation you have when you're golden cube of workspace is just around you or make it bigger and in, enlarge it to your whole room. Click your clicker, make it bigger to your whole room. Does it feel, how, how is it different? Just notice the sensation. Make it smaller again, just around you. Is a click. Make sure that you still have your center grounding cord and bubble and your workspace. And we're gonna add a grounding cord to the workspace that is usually black, but it could be a different color. It's a little bigger than your own grounding cord. It's often like 10 centimeter across. It just, it just grounds the whole energetic space. So you do that with your clicker that goes mm -hmm. from the bottom of the space, the bottom of the energetic space to the center of Gaia, a grounding cord, 10 centimeters around, usually black. Go. So the grounding cord is gonna move. When you make it bigger, it, it, it moves at the center of the space again. It just moves as you move the energetic space. Okay, so right now you have your energetic space that is just around you. Please make it bigger to your room, to the room that you're in. There's a click. You can do this eyes open or eyes closed. I would recommend you to do this eyes closed. So to just not be distracted by, by the space, just do this eyes closed. Okay, now make it bigger to include the entire, your entire apartment or house. Make it, the space bigger to include your entire apartment or house. So just feel the sensation. Okay, shrink it down to your, to your room. Down again to your room. And make it bigger towards your entire apartment or house. And it includes everything. You're holding space for everything in your apartment and your house. Every insect, every puff balls, every book, every, if there's other uh, living creatures or human being, 
plants, you're holding space right now, you're holding space for all of your apartment or your house. Okay, now you make it, you enlarge it again for the, and you put it around, so you're holding space for the entire building or the entire land, the entire property that you're staying, that you're on. Make it bigger, enlarge your working space, your whole building or land. And again, feel the sensation. As you are holding space for different, different spaces. And again, every, now you're holding space for uh, the stairs. You're holding space for other people living in your, in your building, for every plant. For the water going through the pipes, for the pipes. You're holding space for the antenna on top or the Wi-Fi cables or the electricity cable. You're holding space for the whole thing. You might be holding space for trees already if you're holding space for the land that you're on and for the birds in the trees and the waters that, that make the tree grow, that feeds the tree in the soil. For every small worm in the soil, you're holding space for that. Okay, now click your clicker and expand your working space, your energetic space to the village or the city that you're in. One, two, three. The whole city or village that you're in, you're holding space for them. And focus on the energetic sensation. You're holding space for people sleeping maybe or going to work. You're holding space for their car and the road, kids on bicycle, a lot more. Okay, at the count of three, extend your space holding to the region or the island that you're, that you're living on, the count of three. One, two, three. Enlarging your space holding to the whole region or island that you're living on. As you're holding space, you might start sensing what's going on. What's going on in that region? What's going on in the corner of the space that you hold? Holding space for couples that are arguing with each other or couples getting married or people dying or getting born. Holding space for the whole thing. I want you to notice as, as you're holding space is that you're putting your attention on a particular energetic space, on a particular territory. This has nothing to do with being perfect. 
or doing the right thing or doing something bad or wrong. It has nothing to do with that. You are holding space for things to happen. Uh, you're holding space for what is happening, for what is. You don't have control over them, maybe not, but holding space for them means that you're responsible for the way it is. It is like this. If you're holding space, it means that you can change it if you want, if it, if it is what is needed and wanted. That's the sensation of holding space. It comes with responsibility and it comes with power. At the count of three, I want you to extend your energetic space to the whole country that you're in. The whole country, the count of three. One, two, three. Might be holding space for oceans by now, beaches, forest, nuclear plants, people cutting down forest, people planting permaculture garden, holding space for the whole. At the count of three, expand your space holding, your energetic space where you're holding space to the whole continent that you're in, the whole continent. One, two, three. The count of three, you're holding space for whole, the whole of planet Earth. The space holding in, includes the whole of planet Earth and some of it atmosphere. One, two, three. Keep your eyes closed. Make sure that you have your own center and grounding cord and bubble. You are on planet Earth and holding space for whole of planet Earth. If you are okay, please put your thumb up. Thank you. I would invite you now as you're holding space for whole of planet Earth is to call in the bright principle of respect. You can do it out loud or in silence. Call in bright principle of respect. Respect. in the bright principle of respect. Are you going to extend your space holding to the whole solar system, the whole, our solar system at the count of three? One, two, three. 
one, two, three. You're holding space for things that you do not understand. Doesn't matter, you can still hold space for them. Stay centered and grounded. The count of three, extend your space holding to the whole of the Milky Way. The whole of the Milky Way. One, two, three. This is our galaxy. You could be holding space for other living creatures that we don't know about, that you don't know about. For life on other planet. You're holding space for them. The count of three, expend your space holding to all galaxies in this universe, to all galaxies. One, two, three. Now to the whole universe, to our whole universe. At the count of three, you hold space for the whole universe. One, two, three. And all forces of the universe. The count of three, expand your space holding to all universes. All universes. One, two, three. Keep breathing. Can split part of your attention and put part of your attention on your own attention and take a energetic photograph, like photography of, of yourself right now, holding space for all universes. Notice the sensation and that you're okay. We're shrinking down our space holding, going on the way back. The count of three, click your clicker and come back to holding space for just our universe. One, two, three, just our universe.
the count of three, shrink down your space holding to just our galaxy, just the Milky Way. One, two, three. It still has millions and billions of stars and habitable planet and inhabitable planet in that galaxy of the Milky Way. Maybe life. Shrink down your space holding to our solar system. The count of three. One, two, three. Our solar system. You're still on planet Earth, centered and grounded, holding space for the whole solar system. Also for the satellites and the shooting stars. Okay, at the count of three, please shrink down your space holding to planet Earth. One, two, three. Planet Earth. And just make sure that as you do that, you're still calling in the bright principle of respect. When you hold space for Earth, you call in the bright principle of respect. It shapes, I'll talk about that later. Okay, at the count of three, shrink down your space holding to your own continent. One, two, three, your, the continent where you live. And at the count of three, the country where you live. One, two, three. Sorry. Now holding space for the country that you're in. And at the count of three, shrink your space holding to the region that you live in. One, two, three. All living and non-living creatures and things, we're holding space for them. At the count of three, shrink down to your city or town that you live in. Shrink down your space holding. One, two, three. The count of three, shrink down to the building that you're in or the land that you own, your own space holding, your energetic space. One, two, three. People that are in there, they may be doing something else or doing the same thing. You're holding, you're still holding space for them. You haven't stopped since you've expanded your energetic space to the building or the land that you live on. You have not stopped holding space for them. And shrink down your energetic space to your house or apartment that you live in. One, two, three. And now shrink down your space holding to the room that you're in. One, two, three. Now shrink down your space holding to just around yourself. One, two, three. And now 
declare your space holding that includes everybody in this space, every, every person here in this Rage Club space holder training, it will have a weird shape. Don't, don't worry about it. So at the count of three, you're holding space for the Rage Club space holder training. One, two, three. Okay, take a deep breath and you can open your eyes. Still, make sure you have your center grounding cord bubble and that you're holding space for the whole of Rage Club's space holder training, everybody here and all its dimension. With a grounding cord on that space. I would want to hear a, a few sharings, two or three people about what did you notice in this declaring and holding space. We're not even in the dimension of navigating space. This was declaring and holding space for different spaces. I want to share. Um, so I experienced it that the width I feel in my, in my physical body opens up with the space I hold and that the pain intensifies the bigger the space gets. Do you know which pain? Which pain was it? Is anger, sadness, fear, or joy? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, to say that, wow, I'm just, this was such an amazing experience for me to, to, to feel this also to, to hold space for the whole universe. And I felt so grateful to, to be here on earth. Like, wow, it touched me so deep. It also, it was joy, but also it's sadness, like, what's going on here because I, I, I feel so much love just from Mother Earth and I'm so grateful to be here. Like, and when we were going back, like, well, I'm here, it's small me, it's still big universe. I can connect with everything and it's so wonderful just to be here where I am now, to be just here life on Earth. I, yeah, very grateful. Thank you. I just want to share. Can I? May, Go ahead. May I, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I. It was a very impressive experience for me, especially the the feeling like in my body, like I became more peaceful inside, and like more. It's. It was like the feeling of being more flexible, like more much more fluid and much more gentle and 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 calm and i felt a lot of sadness in the meaning of connection and compassion and my i have tears on my face and it was such a beautiful it was such a beautiful service somehow and touched me a lot and i really take this flexible body feeling 
with me and which is um, it's very important to me thank you thank you i just want to say that i don't know as an experiment i've never tried it but that when you're feeling for example overwhelmed or being I can't hold space for like I I I can't decide I can't it's like I just want to crawl in bed something mm. just do this just do this hold space for whole of planet earth with no expectation and no obligation and no you're just holding space and you can call in bright principle of respect or something else and it and I think that was my experience also what you said Monica it's like it's such a service that somebody is taking responsibility for holding space for earth or, or even the whatever universe is, it is, it, it has consequences. Yeah. About that. I want to share what appeared for me. Um, like in this process of extending from my own space, my apartment and, and then the bigger picture, I had a sense of like, losing my per perception of of a self and i i remember having this experience through similar meditations guided meditation of zooming out but this time with the quality of holding space while doing it it really gave me like this picture of like my re responsibility of how i choose to to reflect or like i i lose the self and i become a a surface for reflection of something that is possible in this bigger picture. And this is my responsibility, what I what I reflect then. It's hard to put in words, but it really underlined the sense of responsibility when holding in a space and what I what I reflect, what I embody in that bigger picture. Thank you. Uh, there was Kian and then Naomi and then Nayade and I and, and Beata then afterwards and and I just want to say uh, it it would be part you're holding space right now for this Rage Club space holder training and when somebody shares if you're getting something from it one of the ways that you can be grateful for that is to say thank you and that means that you're listening it's also a sign that you're listening and with the person sharing that you're holding space holding space as a proposal so kian for me there's a question attached to it and it might get clearer during that so um, there is yeah basically what i want to say is something like that feelings came up from when i held space for for a person today and i felt like i felt i i have this confusion or not clarity about when i hold space for someone i feel like i feel what they're feeling in a way or that touches me and often that makes me cry or that would make me cry or sometimes not often and so there's this question for my space holding, like, do I just let that out if I hold space for someone? And 
but then there's more to it because when I when I expanded um, my my space holding for for the country, I felt like this this fear of the responsibility of holding space for the country and the the, the pain of what is happening, the sadness about it, the fear, like of like if I hold space for that, like some maybe something like a past life i don't know there was this sense of that i have responsibility for my kingdom that i live in and the people that are that are that they are well and what what how big that responsibility is to yeah and that it needs something like that and then I, when I expanded to hold space for the space, I felt this, this anger and this fear around that we just shoot like I mean the planet Earth and the surrounding of that this this solar system or I felt this anger about that even like we shoot this stuff into the space out there that is we just do there's not enough place for our ways on this planet so we shoot it into the space and and then this fear like what the fuck am i gonna do about this and then when i expanded to all the universes there was this massive just feel like holy shit i this is so much responsibility and just this massive fear like thriving flowing through my body and i yeah it was intense and thank you i i just yeah yes. mm, about the fear it, and it's it sounds accurate when you say this probably an emotional healing process when you have this this word you know my kingdom and the responsibility of my kingdom so write this one down and 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 do it you know what happened to your kingdom and 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 you were probably the the main space holder in that and what decisions have you made about you know, I can't take responsibility, I can't be a leader, I can't, uh, I can't hold space, you know, and maybe it was in different words. And I, I want to say about this, when you're holding space, and you're feeling other people's feeling that is needed and completely appropriate for you as a space holder to, to uh, inner navigate. I, I don't really have a clear answer but I can share my experiences that I really notice is it am I touch or feeling sad because I have a similar quote-unquote victim story and I have this resonance of this victim story and what I get from that is okay that's an emotional healing process for me or sometimes I'm touched because people take such risk and, and unex often, uh, whatever I'm touches often is that it's unexpected or it's so clear or something is coming through or they're leaping and that touches me a lot. And I, and, and that I, I generously, I, I, I express it. I really express it because you're a human being, you're a space holder, but you're a human being. So that would be the distinction to check where is this coming from? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Wait, wait. Naomi was first. Just Naomi and then Nayare. And then Beata. I sensed myself, my sense of self expanding as we proceeded. 
And then when we came back, I sensed that it was still a little bit more expanded, even when I came back to myself. It was beautiful to be able to sense my own space and spaciousness in that more than in the beginning. And many things, but um, it also came with at least 15 questions about what holding space is and what it is not. And one of these questions, like what the consequences are of holding space. For example, if now I have done this and I keep cultivating or carrying this awareness, would that then make me less reactive? Because I imagine that if I go out there and somebody does something that really triggers me, that I'll just be reactive again. So like, what are the concrete consequences of, of holding space? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. I. So I, the experiment for this week, as I said, it's this notice which space you're holding and then and an experiment about expanding the space, you know, you're holding space for yourself and then, well, why not hold space for the whole bus? And then, like you said, Naomi, notice the consequences in the space and in you. What changes? And I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot to notice. So I carry, yeah. That's a great, fantastic question. I'll do that as an experiment. Great. And one other question that we don't need to answer now, but I was like, okay, torture is happening right now in the world. How do I hold space for that? Like, what the fuck is holding space for that? Yeah, I think it's a valuable question also to have that. And I don't know if there's an, an answer. Better. Yeah. Thank you for asking. And in a way to understand what holding space means and what it doesn't mean, I would like to have an answer to that question at some point. Okay, that would be a six weeks answer. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and then the lifetime after that. Cool. Yeah. Well, one, uh, one answer that I, I gave while we were doing it, it, that it's not about control and it's not about perfection. So I think I got a, this message, I think from you, Nayade, that you were afraid that you can't do this perfectly. You know, we were having this conversation about you being in the space and it's like, okay, this perfection is a concept given to us by modern culture that has no basis in reality. It does not exist. Perfection does not exist. And still we, are, we have this, our mind can conceive that we can behave perfectly and it's, it's totally out of, out of reality and so space holding has nothing to do with perfection i think a lot it has to do with dancing that's my own experience okay nayade and then beata and i'd like to do another practice with you so i saw johan martina um you guys can you keep keep it short nayade okay thank you Yes, um, what I experienced has to do a lot with Naomi, what you said, and you just said right now, and Chloe, uh, as my um, cube was expanding, I felt like it was, you know, like moving like this, and then it was getting bigger, and um, as it was getting bigger, I felt like the animals, the pain, um, you were saying about like, you know, even it came up for me, like people in the court, and politics, and cars being broken, and kids born and that so uh, my attention in this case was not to save them fix them protect them or rescue them it was more like 
oh, this is what it is. And I am holding this. And, and it gave me like a peaceful, uh, joyful uh, feeling. And I just related con um, immediately to like holding space with, you know, like a few participants in front of me, like each of them having reactivity or stuff. And I, and I was able to see myself just like, oh, this is what is happening. This is what is happening. Yeah. Thank you. Beata. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I started to freak out when we went to the level of like region and country and I felt a re real big fear like how am I gonna hold the space for this you know it's so big like I, I cannot hold it and then it the, the anger came about my country and mostly about politics and stuff like I don't want to hold space for this fucking country you know and like it started to really grow in me and then when you said about Gaia and Mother Earth and Earth, I, I felt like my body got so much relaxed and relief, like, okay, I am home. <laughs> and then like, I felt like I'm really started to expand and make myself like energetically really, really huge. Like, yes, I can hold it. I, I have no idea what does it mean, but I had this feeling in my body and in all my bodies. And then when we came back at the end to our personal bubble, I had this sentence like, you know, in front of me that I am, I become what I hold space for. And it was like, oh fuck. Now I have like shivers all over because it was so like, oh my God, this is it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. And it was so amazing because today I had a very difficult day with my family because I went with my little son to show him to my grandparents. And when you said at the beginning that when you are holding space for something, you just feel everything. You are so vulnerable and like you just catch everything and you sense everything. And I came back and I felt like, oh my God, like it was so much of unspoken things out there. And I was holding this space for two days, you know, for my mm. whole family. And it was so big, you know? Yeah. And I think that was the beginning of the process that came like finished now with the sentence for me. And I really want to make the research around the sentence because it's really like into my heart. And I really wanted to share this. Yeah, thank you. thank you for being here. Thank you, Beata. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Beata. I mean, what I just what I get from this, I become what I hold space for. Then, then it almost answers your your question before, Beata. Like, hey, how can I hold space for Poland and 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 the shit that's happening, and even in your region, and you know, in most countries in the world, and it's like. I, it, it's like, there's this, this is what it is. And I'm holding space for this, but I don't need to, I don't have, I don't have to be a victim of it. Because if I'm holding space for it, I have power. And that's this, what you're saying, then I become what I'm holding space for. And that, then the power comes back and, and, and not the, the victimhood. So very cool. Thank you.
I just want to check with Martina. Do you want? Did you want to share anything? Ah, yes. I want to share something. For me, it was um, as the space was growing bigger and bigger. I felt more and more connected. Just uh, at the end, we were connected with the universe. Um, it felt like unity, being being one. This was my feeling. And um, also now, Martina, quest, Mar yeah. can I check something with you about this being one? Mm -hmm. Because what I, um, it's like, could you sense yourself being centered, grounded in bubble as you were holding space for the whole universe? Yes, and, I and could so, sense myself. Yeah, and I could sense, uh, sense. Um, I don't know the word in English. Something like a transparency going, going out. Okay. So, so like the connection, like my matrix would expand. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, like the, and it's it from, is this, from a center point. It's the yeah. combination of the centering. This is the structure and the matrix going out, and on the other side, letting go that things can happen. Right. I'm just I'm just questioning because often this being one or unity has is some kind of like new age uh, construct where then there's it can easily lead to having no boundaries, for example, oh, because we all one and so we all understand each other and we all holding space and it's and it's and then then you lose. Hey, I am I am here holding space. There's something here holding space. So it's often mm. what I would call the being, and and that um, so just just about that that this unity often uh, brings opens a space where the distinction of like boundary or what you want to or saying yes or saying no or what you want and what you don't want disappear and that that is um, that's not what the purpose of Rage Club would be about. I just want to check mm. that. Okay, okay. and thank you. And, Great. And you wanted to say something else also. Uh, yes. It was about the point um, holding space for all the trouble in the world. For me, it's like um, I'm holding space without judgment if it's right or wrong, bad or good. It's just to be with the space, the space holding. It's for me. Thank you. Uh, Venda, I see your message in the chat. I would ask that if you come into the space, I don't know if you can still hear me, your video is off, but you still, you, you're still here. Is that, and that is for everybody that if you're gonna be here, you, you're gonna be here for the whole session, unless you make a different agreement with me beforehand. And that means at least like half a day beforehand, not an hour beforehand. So I, you know, I can't do anything. You, either you stay or you go, but this is, I'm asking you to be here for the whole space. Okay, thank you. I, so I wanna practice, we still have like 27 minutes and I, I wanna have a space of practice about, still about holding space. And this one will add the dimension of navigating space and the dimension of shifting from ordinary space, which is survival-based, comp competition-based, safety-based. Um, so it includes gossiping and, and low drama. You know what I'm talking about. This is an ordinary space, which is 
what most energetic space out there are because the game worlds that are being played in modern culture are centered on child level responsibility and and so therefore create ordinary ordinary spaces and i'm sure that you you have surrounded yourself with game world with higher level of responsibility but what i'm uh, this is also because a lot of your participants in Rage Club and in other spaces come from a corporate job. They come from, uh, maybe they're still in the family or they're at the university and all of this is ordinary. So they're coming into your space from an ordinary space and you need to provide the shift from ordinary to extraordinary. So we're going to be practicing that. And the way to practice this is that this is going to be in groups of three. So space holder is the one who practiced as a client. And then there's a coach who coaches the space holder. Okay. Three people space holder, your job, you'll have about six minutes where you start from an ordinary space. You, you create consciously an ordinary space. So with low drama or child behavior or gremlin or gossiping or blame, you get to choose. And then and the client can answer. It's a conversation. So the client is in your space. You grab the client in that space and create an ordinary space. And then after a couple minutes, I will give you a, a sign by message. You need to shift the space into an adult extraordinary space. So and it, you need to do it step by step. You need to build a bridge for your client to come with you into your newly declared extraordinary space. So you can't say, okay, and right now we're moving into an extraordinary space. That does not work. So you need to figure out how, how, it, how it goes. Usually, what, what, usually it would take that there's new distinction in the space. It takes that you bring in some adult level distinction in the space and, and to build the stepping stone for them, for you, you both, to move into an extraordinary space and keep the conversation going and notice the steps and notice the shift. Mm -hmm. Then you get about six, six and a half minutes to do this with coaching from your coach. And then uh, I'll tell you when to shift to the next constellation and next constellation. Any questions about how this goes? Okay. No, but I need a minute to go to the bathroom. Go ahead. What, Kian? So it, it's like a conversation? It is. It is a space of, of interaction. It's a space of interaction. Yeah, Kian. Uh, yes, my question goes in that direction. The, the instruction for the clients, the client is just themselves. Yeah, they are themselves. And, and as a client, also notice that how the shift happens in you. How you get, you know, let yourself be hooked in the beginning. So fall into the ordinary space and then notice what are the steps for you to step out of the extraordinary space. So, and, and, and make it realistic. Just be yourself. Yeah. Great. And Sophia, Magdalena and Brian, would you just stay on the same screen and I'll put you in a group of four. Okay. Great. Anything else? Okay. Here we go.
We have only yeah. two people. I'm going to yeah. bring Brianne. So start, start doing it, and then I'll bring Brianne as a coach. Okay, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Brianne, I'm sorry. Can you, you join the? Can you join your phone? Thank you. You kids, I heard they are just really dancing on your head. They didn't. They don't give you any space for your personal development or for. Uh, I don't know how you manage all this with this possibility management and starting your own thing. Oh. I. I feel. Whoa, how how you manage? I mean, I'm completely impressed. Uh, that you, you managed to keep all these things going. And I really would like to learn from you how to do this because I never could, I couldn't stand one day, but you stand 30, uh, 365 days a week, a year. Perfect, you're just talking her and she doesn't have to say anything. Keep going, this is great. Okay. It's your opinion that my children dance on my head. It's I, um, not my opinion. But my, I think my children make their own way and they find the center for themselves. So. But how you don't get distracted? How you manage to remain in your center? I really would like to learn this from you. Okay, Divyamshu, start shifting step by step. Well, I also, you see, I have experience with. My coaching would be to try something else than completion loop. I mean, that's great. And I felt that make the difference. Like that's one of the steps on the bridge, but like follow your fear and do something else. Like that's cool, but just try something else. Yeah, take a bigger risk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, have, I feel like I have no, nowhere to go. I'm experiencing like yeah. Yeah, sadness and fear because I have nowhere to go. So Beata, do you have a do you have a way to go? Do you have a door for her, a step that she could she could try? Yeah, to follow what you're feeling right now because this is beautiful and this is powerful. This is authentic. Go. So Share what you are feeling. Beata, it might help her if you say. Okay, and say, I feel sad because... So then you give her the first sentence and she can just uh, okay. slide on that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, st you can try, say, say, trying, I feel sadness because... I feel sadness because I don't feel confident. I feel sadness because I don't know how to shift the space 
from ordinary to extraordinary. So, so, so Emma, just pause because you're making a list without it landing in Aurora. You and you're talking to her. You're trying to bring you into this authentic, vulnerable, like real space. They say, hey, I'm really scared because, or I'm really sad because I don't know how to create a different space with you, but I want to. Mm. And then, and then wait, and then wait. So try that. I feel sadness, because, sadness and fear because I don't know how to create an, an extraordinary space with you and I want to. And stay connected, yeah, Emma. Wait, wait, Emma, stay connected. Look into your eyes. Let your being be connected to that creature who is with you. Yeah. Go ahead, Aurora. Yeah, when you...
So you're afraid that your questions are silly. Or stupid, yeah. Yeah. Well, so how how does that make you feel like just thinking about putting out a question? That I should already know the answer. That everyone else knows the answer and and I'm and I don't. So I'm just making everyone, yeah, I'm taking. Great. So Oliver, just as a coaching, you're holding space, correct? Yeah. So he's still uh, kind of hooked into the ordinary space. You know, you've made offers to change, but now you need to redesign. It, it's just like a living room. You need to redesign the space with different distinction, which will create different possibility. Does that, so it would be something such as, God, it's, isn't it, it could be something like that. I, there's a lot of ways, but it's like, isn't it amazing how school has crushed our soul and our, and our curiosity and our, and our willingness to learn by, by grading us and judging us. And, and, and that there's another, you know, okay, here's another possibility. And then, and then you start describing your space. What if you tried that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, shift, go. Okay. So I hear that you have all these voices going on that keep you from like putting yourself in and making best use of the space. So, so what about if all of this is not actually valid here and that like people in this space don't care about good questions or bad questions and then that you have the space to just go for what you need. So. Oliver, I'm going to have a, a beep um, or just a shift is that it's this what if or um, it's like a supposition or it's an assumption. And if I was Reggie, I would not trust that because all the spaces I've be, been in have been judging me. And so you need to prove him. You need to make the extraordinary like safe space and prove him that that is not true with so experiences or distinction or like for this thing of like you did a completion loop saying I hear that but you didn't say god this is, how unbelievable our culture has has made us like that and so you acknowledge with including distinction that you have this awareness too and it's not his problem it's also your problem like it's also do you know what I'm do you know what I'm saying yeah okay so it's it's sort of embrace him and hold the clarity of i know that you know there's something like this there's this space and this space is different such as i'm i i want to hear about your curiosity i, I want to hear about your necessity because because why and then you you get to fill in the blank for example so try that yeah, yeah. go well that's that's amazing that you don't feel safe to ask for what what you really need like and it really makes me sad because like everywhere I go, I, I hear people say that and, and people don't feel safe to speak out because we've been so conditioned by school and our whole society to only be able to, to speak up when we know something and it's not okay to not know. Oh. Yeah, so. I just want to say, yeah. Oliver, can you see, can you see how now Raggy is in your space? He's nodding, mm -hmm. he's with you. So great. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to know what, what it is for you that you would like to know so that you could kind of really get the most out of this space. Yeah, I mean, I have so many questions and I, and I know that I would only know the answer by asking them. And uh, yeah, I feel sad that, that I'm withholding myself from asking these questions, you know. And it reminds me of a, of a teacher I had that uh, once he said, yeah, he comes from them. Yeah, he told me, uh, like- So I wait, I just want to pause you, Reggie, just because we're, we're coming to a close. Yeah. Oliver, you could have made the space bigger because the way you said it is, I want to hear your curiosity because I want you to get from this space. And instead, for example, to make the space bigger, you could say, hey, I want to hear your necessity because, because I want that answer too. Maybe I don't know mm -hmm. how to ask that question. And so, and you're being vulnerable that it's not just him, quote unquote, having a problem. It's you on this team, on this collaborative yeah. team. So, but that worked. Yes, thank you. Great. I'm going to send a message and we shift to the next uh, constellation. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Raghi. Okay. And um, do you get time to play with him in your days? Uh, he's he's a lot away. He's learning to sail at the moment, and he's going there by the train on his own. So he's actually gone from eight to six, and there's not so much time to connect and play. And and also, you know, I'm somehow I'm feeling. I, I really used to connect a lot in play with him and I feel so exhausted so often. I, I think I've lost a bit the ability to play as I, as I used to play with him. 
he lost the ability to play. Yeah, it's not so easy. You know, he's nine. He likes to. So do I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna stop the space, Marek. What were you gonna say? Um, Nada, you could try to slow down the conversation you both have. Um, My take out the tempo and make some offer for for the new space. I would I would say really the same thing as Marek that Eva is still in her own world in her own story. I'm exhausted. This is still ordinary. And by doing a completion loop, you're, you're, you're moving into her space. Like she's kind of hooking you into the space. So it's sort of take a step back. You're holding the space and she has not entered yet into your extraordinary space. Mm -hmm. How are you going to build the bridge from where she is to, 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 to hey, wh what are we really talking about here? What, what are you creating? And so it would be something... Uh, I don't know what do you want to create for her nada that would be the question can you say again what would you want to create for eva that she would have more possibilities after she leaves the space yeah. for example Just the direction yeah um yeah should I declare it now? Amy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I want her to to. No no no. Just uh, make just just create it. Create it. Yes, and um, then and then create it. But but you can also say it to Eva. Try you could try that. As as a step on the bridge, you can say, "Hey Eva, actually, what th this is what I want from this space." Mm. Renegotiating. And isn't that like stepping five steps? Well, maybe, I, I don't think so. I think okay. that would work. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I have a fear because I, I, I'm having the story that I fucked up the first experiment for Eva because I was too afraid that she's jumping so fast, you know? Okay, so, okay. Nada, you wait, you you're wasting time when you're yes. doing this whole analysis. So just go, just shift, go, try that, try something. Look at her, connect with Eva, commit to her commitment. Yes. Eva, Eva, I, I heard you say that you lost your connection to play. When was the first time you discovered that? Or you connected to them? I think it started with reading books to him because reading books is very comfortable if you're exhausted. You can, I, I'm actually really good at reading a book and thinking about other things at the same time and still reading the book in a way that it's interesting and not a monotonous voice. So that was. Do you get it now that you tried something and actually it didn't work because they yes. put her back into her story? Well, it's yeah. great. If you get a beep, then you get a sense, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. And so we just have like one more minute. Try something like, it seems like you're trying to be a perfect single mother. And actually being a single mother, in, it's impossible. It is an impossible job. There is no way that you can be a single mother, let alone be perfect. And this would bring her to a liquid state. Yes, which, uh, which happens in an extraordinary space. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I'm terrified to bring people into a liquid space. Okay. okay, well, that's great to know. Now, that is great to know. 
Okay, okay. If you're going to hold space, people are going to be in liquid state. If you're going to hold an extraordinary space, people are going to be liquid. Great. I'm, I'm wrapping it up. Let's meet in the main room. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, and if you want to share just, you have a minute to share some feedback or ideas or... Yeah. Thank you. While we're waiting 30 seconds, Julia, can you tell me one thing that you've discovered about this shift from ordinary to extraordinary? Um, that it's helpful to start meta conversations. Cool. What did you try? Mm. I'd try, I ask how it made him feel to notice what he just said. Okay. I think I want to say, I'm, I know we're over time already. I, I apologize. Welcome back, everybody. I apologize. I know that we are over time and the stuff that was coming out in the spaces. Can some, if you have background noise, thank you yourself. Thank you to everyone. <laughs> I would, yeah. Um, the stuff that was coming out in the spaces were great. So I, there's a lot to learn about this. And hopefully I want in the next week that when we do groups of three, we have more about 12 minutes or 13 minutes. So there's more practice. I think six minutes were really short, but I still wanted to bring, bring this into the space. So we'll have more time. And um, I just wanted to say one thing before we uh, close is that I, in the last group I was, I was with Nada and, and she said, if I say this, people are going to go into liquid state. Okay, the breaking news is if you're going to hold an extraordinary space, people are going to be liquid. That's the result of holding an extraordinary space. So, so that's the hint. That if, uh, that if people are not going liquid, then you're probably not in an extraordinary space. <laughs> okay, thank you very much for practicing. There's uh, the different assignment like experiments that I said while in this space that I'll write down in a message and pin at the top of the chat for experiences this week. And thank you. Thank you. I'm glad we started this journey and looking forward keep going okay thank you thank bye everybody thank you. good night good day i'm staying i'm staying a few minutes if needed Ever. you close the recording so that i can listen yes. to the first hour? thank you yes we're starting bye. at 6 p.m germany and eva we made a, an agreement that after 600 i will not let anybody else in yeah 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 I apologize. I'll be there next week. Okay.
I, I have a few minutes before I am holding space for the trainer path after this, and I can just hang out here and if there's any questions or comments or anything. Well, I'm going. I just want to say that I really love the red fish next to your head, and it reminds me as a as a Kremlin. <laughs> your Kremlin right. is next to you all the time. <laughs> On uh, my left side. Perfect. Yeah, Kremlin. <laughs> so okay, I'm going now. Bye. Thank, Thank you, Jennifer. You. Bye. I wanted. I to don't have a question, okay. but I yeah. just wanted to say that, like, it's. 4.30 in the morning here and I was like really struggling to be like how am I going to stay awake for these things and then in the last 15 minutes I was just really awake <laughs> so something shifted and it's possible so thanks cool congratulations right. for then yeah this is I it's like I know other people are making other sacrifices but the sleep sacrifice is I it's I'm great I've glad that you're here and that you're doing it and we'll go into more action so less talking and you'll be totally awake and you'll you'll date start <laughs> at 4 30 then <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> okay i have a question yeah, while we were doing the exercise uh ingrid was one of them he was my she was my client and she was um like talking and talking even like connection and feeling stuff but um I, I didn't want her to interrupt, to make it a more extraordinary, to respect her. So I want to know how I can stop, you know, respecting the other person, but also, you know, bringing what I want to the space. Yeah, I interrupting someone is not a sign of disrespect. It depends on the purpose. It depends on your purpose. If your purpose is to empower or bring clarity or transformation or, hey, what about this? Interrupting is not out of respect. It, it doesn't create disrespect. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It I was giving that feedback and, yeah. and that happened another time to hold this space too. And it is like, I don't know what words to use, you know, from my box. It's always like, so hey, look at Nayade. Yeah, you can do something like this. I, I sometimes do just, I put my hand up and usually it stops people in their sort of blah, blah flow. And I, and I say, hey, can I, can I say something? Or can I add something? And so then they, they come to an end. You get it? You just put your hand up like that. That's one. And, and, or, you know, in, if it's really a gremlin across that you might have in a space, I do this. If it's a gremlin across, I just say, stop, you know, and I say, please stop with the sign. But okay. if it's, if it's somebody, you know, like more the box. Yeah. More the box. Just do this or Hey, Ingrid, you say, Hey, Ingrid. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. just, it, it's, it's like a wake up and, and you need the, the extraordinary space is about a wake up is wake up calls. So that you need that. So, mm -hmm. so that would be, you know, that would be a practice for you in yeah. the possibility team that you're holding in the coachings and even in, you know, even with your children, I I've been around children lately and it, it, I'm learning how to be with children, but I'm really clear. Hey, can I, you know, I, I interrupt them because they go into their world and the blah, blah, and, and it's, and you're trying to be with them and, and make an offer for an adult space with a children, with a child, they will go into it but you need to make the offer first. Yeah, Thank you. Could this be also conscious asshole? Yeah, but 
Yes. I, I, I don't, I don't really know what conscious asshole is. I'm, I'm afraid because you've been in the space with Sofia Magdalena and I, I don't know what has been said, but interrupting is part of being, you know, you would need your gremlin. It's a form mm -hmm. of conscious asshole. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, I want to say that I feel a lot of sadness and anger that actually my good girl box comes out. Uh, like I really resonate with Nayada, Nay Nayadi. It's like, I want, I want to hear and then see what, you know, and it's, um, it's like this fear of like saying, stop, this is bullshit, you know, like really. And putting people in liquid state, like, oh my God, how am I going to hold space for them when they're in liquid state after that? You know? Oh, and it's putting me in a liquid state right now, actually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what, if somebody's in the liquid state, the space holder will probably be in the liquid state. And that's, so the thing is, Nada, is, that's what I said to Brianna, I think, a few days ago, is you have an agreement here. Eva paid to be in liquid state. So in, in the space that you will hold, in Rachel, people pay to be in liquid state. Okay, you don't have that agreement with a bunch of people, you know, in your life. So you can't, you, you're not allowed to do that. You don't have permission. But in a space like this, you get, you get uh, a money, a money permission. Like that's the deal. That's the deal. Yeah. So they want, they need you to do that. Yeah. And this brings me just to quick uh, continue. Sorry. Okay. I, I need to uh, close yeah. the space because... I uh, need to make a deal with you, Nada, which I, it's a negotiation. My deal is that when Ragi posts something on the group, like his, yeah. his assignment, you, you're not allowed to give feedback. Okay. Okay. There's a lot, there's 28 other people for you to give feedback to, not Ragi. Can I ask why? Yes, it's the same answer that was happening with the relationship space clean out. It's the same thing. It's just enmeshment. Mm -hmm. and, and there's all dimensions. It's just, it's just clean. It's just practice. Both of you practice that you're in the same transformational space, but you do not uh, enmesh your bubble. And that would be a step in that direction. Okay. Deal? Nada? And actually, thank you. And I want to make the same deal with you, Ragi, that you do okay. not give coaching to Nada. Great. Okay, thank you. I need to go. I'm five minutes late. Thank you very much. And thank I'll you. see you in the Telegram group and next week. Yes, thank you. Bye.